This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Monday, March 25th, 2019. Make sure you're following the show's social media pages on Facebook at The Shanice Lewis Show and on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show. You can also subscribe and listen to the show on iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. Today we have a very special guest on the show, Devorah Story. Born in Alabama and raised in Georgia, Devorah is a true country girl with a city grind. Devorah is an in-demand Plus model that has graced the cover of Plus Model Magazine for their Love Your Body October 2017 issue, and she's worked with well-known brands such as Ashley Stewart, Curlbox, Jabri, and Rue 107. In 2018, Devorah landed her first national hair campaign with Cream of Nature for a Pure Honey, which can be seen on billboards nationwide. When Devorah isn't busy being a mother and a model, she dedicates her time to working with children who have autism and other developmental disorders. Let's welcome Devorah to the show. Hi. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for being on the show. I have so much to ask you about because I see your pictures everywhere, and I'm curious about your journey. So growing up, were you always confident, or was that something you had to grow into? Um, I think there are, you know, there were levels um, of confidence that I had to grow into. Um, I mean, I've always been secure with myself. I've always, you know, had like, quote unquote, the, a nice figure. Um, you know, when I was younger, it was this, I still had the same, you know, small waist, big hips, but it was um, just smaller, you know, and then like, as I got older, becoming a mom, being in relationships with men, like those things wear and tear on your self-esteem and your confidence. So I really had to, um, I really didn't, I had to, I guess modeling really helped me realize, like, that there were a lot of things that I was insecure about that I didn't know that I was insecure about, but it wasn't about my physical. It was more emotional and things that I, like I said, you know, experiences, relationships, um, things that I had to overcome, and modeling uh, definitely helped me, um, you know, kind of master that next level of confidence um, as a woman. So, yeah. So before you even were interested in model modeling your first love was singing Now you grew up in the mm-hmm. church singing and that led you to move to Atlanta so did you initially move to Atlanta to try to get a record deal no um I was kind of um you know just kind of going where the wind blew me I one of my friends, um, he was going to um, Georgia State, and so um, it was just one of the places that I applied to, and it was the first place that I got into, and that's just where I ended up. Um, so it wasn't. It, then it was just like, oh well, I'm, I can do music as well since I'm in the city, and that's where you know music, you know, takes off and all that good stuff. So I was, I just felt like I was in the right place at the right time, but. Um, so that was like the motive. It was never like, let me go to Atlanta to follow my dreams. Like I originally went there for college, but in the meantime of being there, I was just thinking that 
anything can happen. You know what I'm saying? I'm in Atlanta where music right. is made. So, like, um, I, you know, I was definitely looking and keeping my eyes open for those different opportunities. But so for a while, though, you were pursuing it professionally for a little while? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say professionally. Um, I think, you know, just growing up in the church, it was just something that I always naturally did. Um, and that's where I thought I would see myself um, taking off. So I kind you know, I, I went as far as to um, do some recording in the studio, um, but I've never, like, ever had, like, any type of management or any type of um, record label reach out to me or anything like that. It never got to that point. Um, but, I, you know, I spent some time, like, really, you know, considering it, um, trying, doing my own. Like, I did YouTube a little bit. Like, before YouTube was actually really a thing, I was trying it, mm-hmm. but it just never – it it really just didn't sit comfortably with me because I'm so I'm such a <laughs> hard critic of myself. So like I would like record stuff all the time, just like YouTubers do now. But I would not post it because I'm like, oh, this I messed up on this note. I didn't sing this part right. So I would just keep doing it until I feel like I had it perfect. And obviously, it's never gonna be perfect. And I would just be like, forget it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so. Um, I kind of <laughs> was just my own way almost. Um, but yeah, there you know that it's and it's tricky because like I said I went as far as to even do some recording of some covers and um a few original pieces not written by myself but some other um producers but it you know it was just it was just hard trying to get into that industry because it's just like with modeling you have to network you have to know people and um you have to have money you have to have time um to invest in if you don't have all of those things it's hard to get any further than where you are. Um, And one of the things about that type of industry, it's like if you don't know somebody, you can't, there's nothing that you can do. If you don't have the right amount of money, there's nothing that you can do. And if you don't sometimes give people what they want from you, whether it be something um, physical or something in exchange for their work, you know what I'm saying? Like as a woman, Mm you already know that there are going to be people that are wanting things from you. And it's just like, I don't have to give you those things because I actually have talent. So there's no reason for me to like, you know what I'm saying? Try to do all of those things just to try quote unquote, get somewhere when I know that I actually have talent, you know what I'm saying? So it was, that that was definitely, and then it kind of just ended with me um, um, having my son. Um, I got pregnant and then it was just like, kind of out the door because I was just not thinking about it at the time. But, um, but yeah, so that's kind of like <laughs> where it kind of, you, you know. Mm-hmm. You also ended up getting a degree in psychology. Now, what led mm-hmm. you to that? Because it seems like you're a more creative person in the arts uh-huh. with music and wanting to model and act. So how did you end up choosing psychology as a major? Um, I think – I think back then I really wanted to, um, I was really interested in counseling. Um, I was very interested in helping people. I knew that I wanted to help people. I just didn't know how I wanted to, you know what I'm saying, like what the, what the final result would, would end up being. But um, that's really what was, that was really my motive. Um, I just wanted to help people. And I was really thinking more so about um, marriage, family counseling, relationships, because those things are very important to me. Um, like I have a huge, huge um, support system within my family. Like me and my girlfriends are super close. So like those relationships, 
um, you know, I, I feel like they're very vital to a person's being. So th that was just something that I wanted to focus on, and I ended up not even doing that. Um, I ended up, like you, um, as mentioned before, I ended up going into this, um, it was a new field um, back when I graduated college, but um, the ABA field, which is Applied Behavioral Analysis, and that's where we focus on behavior and um, and just use behavior to, like, um, either teach skills or um, get rid of skills that, or not skills, but behaviors that we don't want to see. And this typically is in the population of the, the kids who have autism or, or the, um, you know, just different types of disorders. So that's where it ended up leading me. Um, but yeah, I think, and I think that psychology is so broad um, that you can pretty much, you can do a lot of things with it. And I wasn't really quite sure what I wanted to do with it when I first started out. So it was just easy for me to just pick psychology because it's like, well, it's so many different things like that I could end up doing or whatever. But honestly, if I would have thought <laughs> longer about it, I probably would not have picked it because it is so broad. It's like, what do I do? It's too many decisions <laughs> to make. <laughs> <laughs> so you got your degree in psychology. Music is your mm -hmm. first love. So where in the heck did plus size modeling come from? <laughs> Girl, I know, it's it's crazy. Um, so just living my life. By then, um, you know, I had my son. He was probably about a year and a half, almost two years old. Um, and it was very random. I was out at a bar or a lounge, and someone came up to me and asked me um, if I modeled. And I was like, no. And um, they invited me to come to this, um, to a fashion show. It was a jean line here in, or here in Atlanta and um, you know, they invited me on to <laughs> be part of their runway show, which I'd never walked in a runway show before. Um, and when I got there, you know, I ran into um, um, Miss Nikki from Atlanta. Um, she's like the CEO of um, Diva Day Internationals here in Atlanta. And she, um, you know, pulled me to the side and was just kind of like, you know, you're beautiful. What is just something about you? And she saw something in me. Um, and so it just kind of, you know, grew from there. She trained me in runway. And um, after that, you know, I just kind of really started figuring out like, okay, you know, just kind of learning, researching, and just trying to figure out like what I was really wanting to do with it. And I, and I thought that it was a very cool, you know, area. Um, so I really just started, you know, investing in it and figuring out as much as I could about it. Um, and it just, it just kind of just took off on its own. So I just, you know, I, I always say that I just, you know, I thought, like I said before, I thought that music would be my thing, which I, it's not that it can't still be my thing, but, you know, modeling just took off a lot quicker than the music did for me. And so I just kind of and that's really the story of my life. I just kind of let, I just follow God's lead wherever he takes me, whatever doors he's opening for me, I'm going to, you know, acknowledge them and take them for what they are because this could be the door that leads me to my music or back to my music or to acting or something. So I always, you know, I'm just, I'm just following the blessings that are, you know, being dropped before me and I'm just going with it. <laughs> so when you decided that you liked modeling, it was something that you could excel in what were some of the obstacles you had trying to break into the industry? Oh, the obstacles. I mean, I'm still fighting against the obstacles. I wouldn't say that I've even beat them all, you know, because it's so many. Um, but one of the, I think, um, 
one of the things that kind of stood in my way, and I, I mean, this probably is pretty common for most women that are trying to be um, models or plus models, um, you know, just access to information, access to you know, the things that you need to know, the people that you need to know, the companies that you need to be in contact with, just having that, like not having that piece is it's so vital to anybody's success because that's all it takes. All it takes is for you to have, the com- like, one right conversation with one right person. All it takes is for one person or one company to see you and for them to, like, use you and then everybody else is like, oh, who is that? Let me use her or whatever. So, for me, that was one of the the biggest things is um, access to things, and and I mean, in that industry, you know, when I was when I first started, I didn't even know that the plus industry was even a thing, and I still meet girls today that don't know that the plus industry is like a whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Like a whole movement, mm-hmm. and they have no idea. And so um, just like I, you know, three or four, well, probably like almost four or five years ago, learned about it. There are people still, like I said, learning about what it is. So, um, I mean, it's hard to ask for information that you don't even know that you need. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's one of the things that I really try to do um, if, you know, when people reach out to me is just inform them about the basic stuff um, because there's a lot of things. Now, you, didn't, I mean, you don't think you could have. You don't think you could find the information through Google, just Googling how some to be a plus-size model? Some of, it, some of it you can, and some of it, it is just going to be, um, I mean, the things, like, the things that you can Google to find out are, like, um, things to have in your model bag or what to wear to a casting or, but you have, who, how are you getting to these castings? Where do you get the casting information? I'm a signed model and I still don't have access to a lot of the castings. You know what I'm saying? So you, mm-hmm. some stuff you're not going to have access to it unless you're part of an agency or unless you just know somebody in the business that wants you, you know what I'm saying? So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I definitely feel that there are, some stuff you can actually research, um, like the very bottom of it. But once you start to get higher and higher, it's some stuff is just like you won't ever know the information. Like I said, if you don't even know that you're supposed to be asking for, how do you ask for it? Um, so it's 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 tricky. Um, it's very tricky. In 2018, you signed with Ursula Weinman Models. Am I saying that correctly? Weinman Models. Now, is that when your career really started to pick up? No, um, my career started to pick up when um, I was originally signed to um, an agency. I want to say I signed with them um, maybe in 2015, and it just wasn't working out. Um, I wasn't getting any work. I wasn't being booked about anything or with anything, and um I just I just feel like I stayed in it for like a year and a half and it just wasn't for me like you know modeling is a lot of sacrifices and it is um a lot of investments and I felt like I made a lot of those and so you're going to need somebody representing you who understands that and who is um sympathetic to what you're going through cuz you're going to go through real life you know what I'm saying like if you're striving mm-hmm. for your dream or whatever it is when you start making sacrifices, like you're, you, you got to have somebody that's willing to listen to you to help you through whatever it is. And it can't just be about 
a check. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, so yeah, I, I was signed to an agency and that didn't work out. And so once I unsigned myself, literally, it just felt like God just started opening doors, like left and right, left and right, like left and right. Like, I mean, booking with companies that, um, that my agent, the, my pre, my previous, um, previous agency, you know, they were booking girls from the companies that were booking me on my own as a freelance model. So I, I, I counted those as blessings for sure. Um, so, so yeah, um, I think that's when it really started, things started moving for me. Um, once I kind of let go of, you know, that place where I probably, you know, should have, I mean, that I stayed a little bit too long in, but I'm appreciative for the journey because, that's where I learned a lot of um, the things that I knew at the very beginning. I mean, I had only been modeling maybe like a year and a half um, before I signed to them. And it was just very, it was local stuff. It wasn't anything major. So um, once I signed, you know, it was, you know, I learned like some of the basics, like just bottom line information and stuff like what to do when you're going to castings and what to wear. Um, if you get a job, like what you should be bringing, what you, you know, all those little small things that people um, kind of don't know. And then a little bit from like the business end in regards to like money, um, those things I took away. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that I went through that experience, but, um, and I'm also glad that I was able to go through a moment of being a freelance model. Cause now I have that as an experience as well that I can share um, and then transferring from freelance to an actual sign model and having your agency working for you, working with you, working on your behalf, and it actually be like a cohesive relationship. So it's, I, I take all of the experiences, you know, learning. Um, so I think, I think they're all good parts of the journey. So for an up-and-coming model listening right now that wants to get where you are from your experience, how important is it to find a modeling agency that is the right fit for you? Because one agency, a girl could be booming and booking left and right, but it, another girl could just be sitting on the board. So you think it's more right. on the individual instead of just going where everybody wants to go? Yeah, I mean, it's it's pros and cons to both, honestly. Um, you know, you could literally sign to the biggest agency ever and – sit on their bench and not get a job, you know what I'm saying? Or you could be with um, the biggest agency and, and get jobs left and right, you know what I'm saying? But you just have to really do your, your research to figure out what's going to work for you. Look at the other girls, see what they're doing, see if they're working, look at the other girls on the, on the board, like research the agencies that you want to be a part of, look at their board of women Look to see if those women look like you, if they don't look like you, because those things matter. Um, you know, and I mean, it's we're we're all each other's competition, but it's a it's a lot of jobs. It's it's enough work for everyone. You know what I'm saying? You just got to figure out mm -hmm. what's going to be for you, because it doesn't. You could not. You may not even need an agency. Maybe you know your look is just going to, you know, ignite something in those on those companies and they just want to book you off a of rip because you, you know, you have something or whatever, um, via your personality, via your, um, you know, your look or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So you just really have to do your research and then figure out what your goals are, how you want, and just how you want to get there. Um, it's a lot of different ways, 
because like I said, I've, I've, I've done both. I've seen girls who are signed with agencies and I know that they literally don't have to be signed to agencies because they're, they're so popular and they're so busy that if they took themselves off of the, the, you know, their agency's board, they would still get work, but they had those connections originally, you know what I'm saying? So it's a, it's a lot of things that get confusing. Um, but yeah, definitely do the, definitely do the research. And I know it sounds cliche, but you have to do your research and some things you're just, you know, I, like I said, I try to give information um, when when given the opportunity, but some things you will have to go through on your own and just figure it out. But you always keep in mind what other people before you have said and what they've gone through to maybe circumvent some of the things that they went through. But some stuff is just, you know, it's just life. You're just going to go through it because it comes with the territory. Like, it's it's hard. And, and that would be another thing that I would tell models. Like, this is hard. And it's, really a business and if you are not on top of it this industry will run you away <laughs> right but it can really be something amazing if you um you know if you make it but you really have to be you know passionate about it and you really have to have like tough skin not just even in regards to like oh I don't like your look today or your hips are too big like not even stuff like that that's like baby stuff when it comes to real life, like I'm running a business, you got to be a grown woman and, and be able to deal with, like, take, do your business because that's what it's going to boil down to. Like your growth and is going to be dependent on. Mm-hmm. Do you think your mental health has to be very strong to be a model too? Because yes, I find some people use their career. <laughs> huh? No, go ahead. Some people use their career for what? for validation, for their self-esteem mm-hmm. and their self-confidence. Mm-hmm. And when they're not working, mm-hmm. they're depressed. Yes. yes, that's a huge, that's huge, that's huge. I mean, that's just one, you know, aspect of it, but that's huge. Like men, the, the mental, your mental health has to be there. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like what you said. We're, sometimes we're like, we're in a good mood or whatever, but that's because we're working, we're doing this, we're feeling like we're productive. But then what happens when you go a whole two months without a job? Or what happens when you get the opportunity when you're, you know, like a company reaches out, your biggest, like your dream job, they reach out and then they end up not confirming the date or they end up booking someone else instead of you. Like those things are hard. Those things are hard to carry. You know what I'm saying? Um, What if you are, gaining weight and then now you feel insecure because your job is to you know be in front of people to take pictures there you see you looking a certain way what if you can't pick up a few pounds those things are hard to carry you know what I'm saying so yeah I definitely think you're like you have to be and I mean it's not to say that we can't be vulnerable in moments but you have to have a way to sustain yourself so whether it's like working out or um, whether it's having a a therapist or something, um, you know, being able to vent to a family member or a friend, um, going hiking or going traveling, just something that you have that you can relieve, you know what I'm saying, yourself or any type of tension that you're going to go through because, again, it's hard. This is a very hard industry, Um, very, 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 very hard. So. I agree with you. You you formed a modeling workshop. So if anybody's up and coming modeling listening and wants to get more advice and 
experience from you, your experiences. Tell us about the My Model Story Workshop. Well, um, I created the My Model um, Story Workshop just because I was trying to, like I said, um, I feel like there are a lot of things that when people come into this industry, um, just a lot of missing information, missing pieces that they you know, you may not necessarily have access to. You kind of think you have an idea, but there might be small things that you could easily tweak just to, like, give your yourself that extra boost, um, that extra chance in, in quote-unquote, you know, making it or getting, you know, to your next level, whatever that may be. Um, and also just moving off of the, the, the idea that everybody has their story. Everybody has – I'm sorry. Christian? Sorry. Hush. Sorry. Mommy mode. Okay. Um, so, yes, just um, building off of the idea that everybody has a story. Um, I have a story. Um, I'm the author of my story. So everyone has their own story. And understanding that we are the creators of our story and we write what our story will read to the world, when you understand that, you're like there are – your your story is is limitless. You know what I'm saying? Like your story can say whatever you want it to say. You just have to have the tools in order to make your story read what you want it to say. So um, that's just me sharing the things that I've learned along my journey of being signed and then being unsigned and then being signed, being a, a single mom and then trying to follow my dreams and all these different things um, that have created the person that you guys see today. Um, you know, just using all of those things and sharing them with other people because some of those things, like I said, some stuff you're going to have to go through on your own, but some things, let me help you. Like these are some things that I learned that work for me. They may not work for you, but why don't you take the information and you apply it how you want to apply it or don't apply it or try it and see if it works for you. Um, so, yeah, just just, um, just to help aspiring models um, tweak their stories, make them a little bit better, um, take some, some free tools that I didn't necessarily have when I started my journey, and I just, you know, want to share them with other people. So um, I haven't had one this year, actually. Um, but, yeah, if anybody is interested, you can definitely um, email um, my email for that um, workshop, and it's um, mymodelstory at gmail.com, and then um, I will definitely get back to everybody. But, yeah, <laughs> long story. You booked a major campaign with Cream of Nature that I mentioned in the intro is on Billboard Nationwide, and you're a regular mm-hmm. model for Ashley Stewart. So do you feel like you've had your big break in modeling, or do you feel like you're still working on it? Your best is yet to come. I definitely feel like my best is yet to come. Not to say that those are not major um, things because they are, and they've been huge milestones within my modeling career. Um, but, no, I, I definitely feel like there's more to come, and I, and I, and I feel like there's more to come in every aspect um, for me because, like you mentioned, you know, with me, like me being a singer, um, I also want to get into acting. So hopefully you guys will see that pretty soon. Um, and, you know, my modeling, I just don't want to be – boxed into just a model because I think my goal and that's something that I've been struggling with the past even just this year um 
sometimes like feeling like like when people ask me like so what do you want to do with your modeling and I just don't know how to answer that question because it's I don't want to just be a model I want to influence people whatever form that may be whatever platform it is I just want to influence people in a positive light um, and encourage them and I want to share my story whether it's my modeling journey or my modeling story or whether it's um, how I made it on the big screens, you know, um, as a model and as a mom and, you know, working with kids who have autism. I like, I just want my whole story to just affect people in a positive light. Um, but yeah, I definitely feel like there's definitely more to come. <laughs> Long story short. So you kind of want to be, you want to be like a Tyra Banks that use modeling as a platform to launch other things and do other things like in acting, music, television. Absolutely. That is um that is definitely the goal. In your spare time, now you work with children with autism. Tell us exactly what do you do? Do you volunteer or is that um like a job you're doing? How do you work with kids with autism? So it's it's an actual job. Um I do um consulting with um this company called Milestones um, Behavior Group. And so when I, when everything started taking off for me, I was trying to fade myself out of like a full-time job. And so I just kind of slowly did that, but God kind of did it on his own timing. So I stayed at my job and I was like commuting and, you know, missing work and all these different things to like still keep up with my modeling that was like taking off. And in the middle of all of that, God blessed me um, and allowed my, one of my previous coworkers to um, become the director of this company that I work for now. And so um, he kind of, you know, brought me on knowing that I was a model and just kind of, he's just like, you know, DeVore, let me know, you know, I would love to have you. Um, and he just kind of, he knows that my schedule is crazy. And so he allows me to have a very flexible system um, or a flexible schedule because of my modeling. So like when I'm not working modeling, then I always try to be there. Like I don't have to do it, but I still do it because one, you know, it's loyalty to one, one person from the other. And also, um, you know, it gives me something to do when I'm not modeling. So if I'm not modeling for two weeks, then I know that I'm going to have something productive to be doing and it's beneficial, you know what I'm saying? I'm helping people and that's what I ultimately want to do. So, um, so yeah, I go into, um, I, I go into schools and I do consulting with them and I help, um, you know, implement um, behavior plans for kids who have autism or any type of um, disorder, really, um, who are in their classroom, but it's just in a school setting. And um, we do lots of training, um, lots of um, training with caregivers, basically just to try to help these kids have a more productive, um, functional life inside of their school setting and sometimes in their home. Um, so, so, yeah. Um, that's what I'm doing with um, the kids and my and own And how kid. often do you, how often do you have to fly to New York for work? Um, it just, it honestly just depends on um, who who's booking me and how often they're booking me, and I that, I don't have any control over that. 
So sometimes it could be like three to four times a month. Sometimes it could be once a month or sometimes no times a month. And, you know, I might be doing local things, but I'm just really wherever I'm booked. So, um, but yeah, and that's the tricky thing about, um, you know, saying like, okay, well, I'm full-time model because, I mean, sometimes I get full-time model pay and sometimes I don't, you know what I'm saying? So it just, mm-hmm. I can't control the bookings, you know what I'm saying? So when people ask me like, are you a full I sometimes, like this month I could be, next month I might not be, I don't know. Um, so it's, it, it gets tricky, um, but it works, you know, it works. So do you have anything coming up that we can be on the lookout for? Um, well, let me see. I definitely, well, I have, um, I did a campaign with, um, <laughs> I don't know if anybody knows this company, but it's called um, Erin Furniture. I did a campaign specifically for around Mother's Day time, so I don't know if that's going to be out um, anytime soon, but I feel like because I was, like, playing, like, I had, like, a fake son and a fake daughter and stuff, so... I think that will probably be around sometime soon. Um, also, I'll be at the um, the Natural Hair, the World Natural Hair Show with um, Cream of Nature again this year. Um, I'll be doing that, and that's like at the end of April. Um, and then I think I have, I just shot the the Mother's Day campaign with um, with Ashley Stewart, so that'll be out. And your campaign with Jabri is out too. And that's yeah, that's out right now. She's amazing, by the way. Um, yeah, that's. I think that's all I can think of right now. Well, that's good. That's a lot. That means you got <laughs> a lot of things going on. So tell mm-hmm. us your official website and social media pages so we can keep up with everything you got going on. Um, so yeah, you guys can check me out on um divorcestory.com and both of my social media um as far as like Facebook and Instagram, they're both divorce story. D V as in Valentine O R A H Story S T O R Y on both platforms. So you can find me there. Well thank you so much for being on the show today. I learned so much about you and continue <laughs> continue success with your career. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Okay. (laughs) Is he saying (laughs) bye-bye? All right, bye-bye. You You all enjoy the rest of your evening. Okay, thank you, too. Bye. And bye-bye. Been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. And as always, until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed been listening to the Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.